I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we live and work. I would like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people here today. My name is Princess Kanya, aka PK the Baddest, and you are listening to Kiki with Kanya. Hello, hello, hi to my honeys. What's up, guys? It's your girl, PK the Baddest. And I'm so excited to be doing a podcast episode today because it's literally been the longest time and I have so much to catch you up on, like literally so much that I'm probably going to have to split this whole update into two parts because <laughs> I don't want to be doing a two hour podcast or three hour podcast for hour. but I'm going to try my best to like summarize kind of what's been happening um but yeah like um, I don't even know where to start how are you how are you babes how are you doing it's been a while since you've heard my voice probably um the last episode we had I had a great chat with Linda um it was filmed in 2020 and I posted it in 2021 and before that the last time I had posted a video was in april 20 no the last time i had posted a video was in may 2020 i think no it was june yeah i think it was june um and basically the last episode was not intentionally supposed to be my last episode in 2020 i had planned to literally come back the next week explaining how I was gonna do like a little break for winter and in that break I was gonna do a whole bunch of changes and yeah but before we get to that I just want to rebound you're probably like hey last time this podcast was called how to be single what's actually going on like what is she doing what is Kiki with Kanye let me explain okay so how to be single started in 2019 and I was pretty much it explained what I was feeling what my lifestyle was I was single I wasn't looking but I wasn't not looking at the same time I was just being open and working on myself going to uni and all that stuff you know so I talked about my lifestyle trying to date but trying not to date at the same time and how it was working on myself and talked about friendships but I really mostly talked about dating because that was kind of the vibes um yeah that was the whole vibes of the podcast but I I started feeling like I was boxed in even though I would kind of reach out and talk about other things that didn't have to do with dating I didn't want to have that like name anymore because yeah I just wasn't I wasn't feeling the title anymore but I I feel like it really worked for that time of my life um but yeah let's go back to that last episode I had when I was gonna take a break so during that break I was supposed to move to a different state and I was gonna come back fully moved in and like have the video audio video setup situation in like my new apartment in this whole new city and I was gonna be like 
oh guys like i'm here but the panini the paniana had a whole different plan (laughs) so those plans were ruined mind you i had been planning this move since well i had thought about it since like i was 14 so since like 2013 2014 i was thinking about this move and then i had started properly planning for it in 2018 and that's when i kind of had started saving up for it and thinking about whereabouts am I going to stay? Was I going to move with someone? I initially was going to move with my cousin at some point and then I was going to go alone and then I was going to move with two other friends and then I was going to go alone again. So it was like, it was always a plan of mine, but the details of who I was going to live with wasn't necessarily established, but we always knew I was going to go. So I had this plan to like you know, take a break from the podcast and come back with this whole new vibe, just like different setting, really, really do the whole single living in a new city kind of vibe. And I was so excited for it. And it just did not happen, guys. So my whole plan was to go on this like huge new adventure um, that year and just live out on my own and you know just start this new life and I'm gonna tell you what ended up happening instead (laughs) so instead I stayed in my current city and thankfully I didn't have to stop working because I was working in the health industry so I got to keep working um but only going to work and then being at home with no socializing just seeing my family definitely did take a toll on me and I think especially because the job I was doing I didn't necessarily love it was more so like a job that you do when you're going to uni because you're broke now I didn't hate hate my job at that time but I did start growing weary because of how much how often I was working and then there was just no kind of breaks when I think of 2020 it just all feels like one day that just kept repeating itself and I was very very lucky that I got to work and I was able to save but the downside of that is when you're working so much with no breaks of like seeing friends or doing stuff and you don't necessarily have a huge passion in the area you're working, it just gets very monotonous and just stressful and overwhelming. Especially because like my my biggest issue was the people that I had to kind of work, not necessarily the team. The team was great, loved the staff till this day, right or day. Um, the kind of people that we were working with, the customers, I guess, or the service users or the clients or whatever you want to call them, Um, I did have a bit of like just racist comments being said to me and sexist comments as well so also around that time like there was the huge uprise in kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement and more and more there was just so many cases or stories just being posted on social media about black people being mistreated in so many different ways 
and then kind of seeing that on social media and then having my own little version of that at work where people were just constantly saying things that were just not nice that had to do with my race was just really difficult and it's like man this is the only other place that I'm at besides home so it just got so stressful like every single day I would not go a week without something racist being said to me and I'm not talking about always the overt racism yes I've had the overt racism I'm talking about little subtle things like very subtle comments that people would say that you have to kind of like think twice like wait wait a second why why do I feel like this and you have to kind of reevaluate like what did that person just say to me so that was kind of what I was dealing with um and I started to slowly just get so tired of my job but then it's like if I'm not here I'm at home and home there's like nothing to do <laughs> when I was at home guys I started watching Love Island I was watching Love Island I started watching Euphoria I started watching Real Housewives I think yeah that's when I really started watching Housewives of Atlanta and I I, <laughs> I watched all of the seasons and that's all I was doing and that stuff is great but when it's like a constant thing it I don't, I don't really need to say much about that whole lockdown situation because we all went through it. We all struggled in different ways. So you guys already know <laughs> that that time was just, oh. But kind of the good things that came out of that whole being at home was being able to reflect, being able to really think of all the years leading up to that year. And some people were highlighted to me that I needed to have conversations with. And I was able to do that. And it was like a big healing process for me. Um, I don't know if I'll get them on in later episodes to kind of just talk about that whole thing or just, just like, yeah, just kind of like touch on it. Cause I think it's important to showcase healing friendships or going through stuff and taking a break and growing separately then coming back and being like okay now now we can try this whole friendship thing again because sometimes you need that you know sometimes you need to grow apart and do your own stuff and then you know come back to that person and start a new relationship sometimes you just need to do that so I don't know if we'll have that kind of episode I know that I want to do it I just don't know if I'll invite the people I mean nothing there's nothing bad happening we're all good but it's like it still kind of feels soon in a way um to kind of like talk about it in terms of like me and them like we are so fine but it's like kind of putting our business out there I'm not (laughs) I'm not sure yet but we'll see um So that's the amazing thing that came out of that. It was a real big healing time, like a time to really slow down and reevaluate things and do some growing up on my own. And I also took a step back and kind of looked at my faith and looked at um, my values. I just kind of reassessed myself as a person and what my values are and which values align with my faith, which values kind of clash with my faith. Um... That's something that's still a little bit personal to talk about, but maybe one day I'll talk about it. Um, But that was a huge conversation for me, I guess. It was sparked by kind of, um, because if you don't know, I've grown up a Christian and around that same time, 2020, 
you know, there was a lot of stuff going on with um, Christian people kind of not really getting the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And that just, that made me think a bit. It was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it, I'm not talking about people like in the media. I'm talking about like some people that I went to church with myself. And I was just kind of like, oh. Um, and I was just reevaluating things. Um, and I don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that like, God agrees with racism or anything like that. Um, this was more so like a me and the faith I'm a part of, like the church I go to and kind of that kind of Christian culture. It was more so kind of reevaluating that. In terms of my relationship with God, I've, I've always had a relationship with God. I've always known God. I've always been a believer. But something that is always up for question and debate for me personally is the ways in which um, we do things to express our faith and certain like opinions that we perceive to align with God. Um, I always feel like things like that are up for debate for me personally. But as for knowing that there is a God and having that faith, for me, that's something that I've just always kind of held close to me. So this topic is a little difficult to talk about, but maybe one day I'll, <laughs> I'll address it in a bit more detail. But um, yeah, that was like a huge time for me. And I, I didn't actually go to church for a while because I was just really just uh, reevaluating, reassessing who am I? What are my actual true beliefs? What aligns with um, the church that I'm a part of or whatever? And what doesn't necessarily align with it and of those things which things align with kind of God's nature and kindness and being compassionate and all that stuff so that was like just a huge theme of my 2020 um and I think because in this podcast initially I did kind of do some talking about God I wanted to kind of figure that part out figure that part of my life out before like really doing podcasts about you know where I was at because I was at a place that was just kind of hard to explain sometimes like how do you explain to people like oh I'm not really going to church but I'm like praying and like just learning about myself and learning about who I am and learning about who God wants me to be and you know if you explain that to somebody they're gonna be like ooh, ooh. <laughs> so I was like not really trying to explain myself like that um but yeah right now I feel pretty grounded in my faith I've come out of it really kind of knowing what my values are, what I stand for, knowing what, you know, the general church agrees with, what they don't agree with and what I personally agree with because of my own kind of evaluation and my own pondering, which I think is really important for anyone's spiritual journey. No matter what faith you're a part of, I think it's always important to have self-reflection, literally no matter what you believe in I think it's good to reflect on your own and kind of ask yourself what does this mean what does this mean in regards to the context I'm in now my lifestyle so 
Anyway, um, <laughs> another thing I did in 2020 was I did some online dating, but I will get to that in a later episode because, child, that was a whole mess. Like that, I have some funny stories and a sad story, to be honest. I have a big, sad, heartbreak story, and I have great, amazing stories. So I want to kind of do an episode on my online dating mishaps, especially in, in quarantine. Yes, I even had a Zoom date. We will get to that mess of a Zoom date. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but another thing that was kind of struggle town around that time is just feeling stuck creatively um, across the board, like just not dancing. There were, like I tried to do the whole Zoom dance class. It just wasn't for me. Um, it was fun, but it was just not, it was not the same. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I tried to like follow some dance tutorials, post them, but again, it was just like, I was missing that, I hadn't that desire to be creative, I guess. And music was dead for me because I wasn't performing. I wasn't doing gigs. My band and I weren't meeting up. Um, so creatively, I was really stuck. I was in a rut, guys. I, I was not writing anything. I was not writing poems. I wasn't even really journaling that much. I was just not creative at all. Like that part of me was just so blocked. It was really, really blocked. And it was a sad thing. But since we're talking about creativity and musics and stuff like that, I want to get to a segment that I like to call this week's bop or this week's boppiana, whatever you want to call it. So this week's bop for me personally, the song that I'm really like vibing to like a lot is Booty by Saucy Santana featuring Lado. Um, it is on my gym playlist. See, with my playlist, I listen to them at very specific times. My longest playlist is called Lie Here With Me. And that's just all my R&B, all my chill stuff, all my soul, my Ari Lennox, my Janae, my um, Silk Sonic, my um, Victoria Monet, my Kehlani, all my faves. Did I mention Ari Lennox? Did I? <laughs> but yeah, so with my gym playlist, I only really specifically listen to it in the gym because that, I don't know, I... I, I don't really listen to that kind of music when I'm just cleaning the house or whatever. It has to be when I'm at the gym or when I'm hyped, when I'm, you know, it's that kind of mood. So I've been listening to Booty because I've been going back to the gym this week, heavy. And that song has really been getting me through my workouts and it makes me feel so cute. It's, oh my gosh, the fact that Beyonce or Beyonce's team, whoever is in charge of that whole sample, the fact that they cleared it, it's like a rebirth and I'm loving it. And I think the bridge, I don't know if it's a bridge, uh, uh, when Lada's like, shake what you got to get ya, that bit, I was just like, oh, <laughs> it's funny, but I'm like, nah, that is, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I just thought it was funny, um, but I, I've been bumping to that song a lot, I'm, I'm really liking it um, for my, my gym personality, for my just driving in my car on a lazy day. It is not my vibe, but for the gym, it has been my vibe this whole entire week because I've mostly been at the gym. Anyway, that is this week's bop. I'm going to include uh, a song of the week or something like that for every podcast that, that we do. 
um just to kind of share more of my love of music because it is something that is so heavily a part of my life that I want to start sharing little sprinkles of in anything that I do um so yeah back to the conversation um so yeah during that time your girl did try to keep up with YouTube and social media I tried to do the whole vlogs. I remember I did a poll like what kind of content do you want to see from me? And a lot of people ticked quarantine vlogs and I tried, but it was so boring. It was so boring. It really was. And I think like, is it because of me not living by myself that I live with my family? So it's not like I can just vlog around the house. I can, but I don't necessarily want to like, I didn't want to put my family like in front of a camera every single day for my vlog. You know what I mean? Um, and because of that, I just felt like it was just boring. Like I couldn't do that. And then I tried doing like get ready with me's, not get ready with me's, but like um, those kind of videos, not the vlogs, but the videos that are like you set up the camera and you do it. I think I filmed like a bag collection video never posted it I filmed a perfume collection video posted it it actually did pretty well but it's on private now (laughs) um and I had a go but it was just it was difficult trying to utilize the space I had at home which wasn't very something something spicy spicy ginger ginger you know it was giving bland. It wasn't the same as maybe a lifestyle vlog that Jackie Ina could do. And I was comparing myself a lot to like huge YouTubers and the content they were kind of producing. But at the same time, it's like I had to remember they have way better equipment than I. And they have much like nicer homes that they can really film in fully because they don't live with like their whole family. Um so yeah it was difficult but I did try I did try to be in my social media bag but it just was dead and like yeah that's all that's it and a big kind of part of that was my skin so at the beginning of 2020 my skin just started going downhill and more and more like I'll be editing the videos and then I'll like turn to the left or turn to the right and you could see the side of my face and it was just so so bad so that as well made me feel really insecure and not want to post and then slowly I was barely even posting stories on Instagram because at least I'll do like a funny story or something but even with that it just got so much harder to post stuff because of my skin and I had never experienced that feeling before yes I felt insecure but I've never felt the feeling of being insecure about my skin because with me growing up I was like okay people think I'm not attractive because I'm I'm bigger I have big thighs people think I'd look huge or like oh I'm I'm black but I was like I'm still giving face I was like yeah I have thick thighs compared to Becky but I'm giving face though my skin is clear so the fact that now my skin was just doing madness I was like oh (laughs) I was really like oh no 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 like for real and it was really difficult um I tried so many things I tried 
I tried like a dry week where I'll just not dry, but like as in I didn't really use any product. I'll just wash my face with water because I thought that's what I needed, and it kind of worked. But then it went bad, and then I tried switching up to try other products, and it was just so bad. Um, and I don't know. I kind of want to do like a skincare journey video. We might do it. I don't know because it really was a journey. Um, but that was a huge part of me not wanting to be on YouTube just feeling so insecure about my skin at the time it was just so out of whack but to kind of get myself out of it I had this modeling gig that a friend of mine at the time kind of set up because this um fashion company boutique whatever was posting about Black Lives Matter stuff and my friend at the time kind of called them out like hey you're posting this stuff but you don't even have black models on your feed like you don't have nothing so that's when they did like a call out of um just like women of color to come in and model for them and my friend had recommended me so I went in I was feeling still insecure I was like oh gosh I don't know but let me just give it a go so I went and I modeled and it was really cool like my photos were on their website and it was awesome and um one day I was like chilling and this girl posted a video where they were kind of shopping at different boutiques or whatever and they were shopping on the website that I had mod the company that I had modeled for and it was cool like seeing my face on somebody else's YouTube video when they're like shopping for clothes and she's talking about oh I like the pants that this model is wearing and I'm like that I'm the model that's me so I dipped my toe in modeling that's something that I did want to pursue when I did my big move into a whole new city you know on my grind on my single lady grind um but yeah I just kind of modeled there and then that was it but I don't know if that's something I might reignite because it was fun. It was fun. But I am a little camera shy, guys. I know people don't believe me when I say this, but if you're my close friend and you've tried taking photos of me, you know I am telling the truth when I say I am camera shy. And it's no joke. It is no joke. So modeling would be a bit difficult for me, but it's something that I don't mind dipping my toe in again just dip my toe especially because of how um inclusive companies are becoming like a lot of my friends are not a lot I have a few friends that are models and they all look pretty different and it's like oh like and all of them are women of color and they all look pretty different so it gives me hope that oh if I want to do that maybe I could dip my toe in but still we don't know we don't know we'll see we'll see um, I'm actually going to have a podcast episode with one of my friends that's a model and I'm really excited to do it. I've been, she just recently did a campaign that I've been hyping up. I can't wait to hype her up on this podcast because I'm so proud of her. Um, but we'll get to that. I have so many like episodes planned that I'm so excited for. Um, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, so back to 2020. I felt so lost, baby girl. I had graduated. I had this huge plan to move to a different city, fresh graduate on my gap year of just hustling, grinding. And I had to be stuck in my hometown, in my home city, inside with my parents. I love my parents, but I wanted to be away. <laughs> I wanted them to miss me a little bit. Um, so I was really down about just 
being a graduate and not being able to at least start working in the field that I had studied for the past three years. But in that, I started kind of really reflecting on my time at uni, what I enjoyed in my first degree, what I didn't enjoy. And I came to realize that I don't actually want to be a lawyer. It was a huge thing. I was like, dang, am I serious? Like, do I seriously not want to be a lawyer anymore? Like, did I just waste my first degree? Because my first degree was a Bachelor of Arts in Law, Business and Society. And it was a step up to then doing a Juris Doctor postgraduate to become a lawyer. And that was my plan for a long time. I had this whole plan. And when I realized I didn't even want to be a lawyer, I was like, what? What? It was it was a lot for me. I started feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm a disappointment to all firstborn African Zimbabwean daughters because I decided I don't want to do the career that I just studied that my parents just celebrated me doing my graduation and my my grandparents came in to see me graduate my uncle flew in from America to see me graduate before the panoramic and now I don't want to do this career it was rough it was rough but I soon found out that my next journey would be something that fit so well and right now as I'm saying this I'm low-key getting emotional because what I'm studying now is it just fits it just feels like me and my first degree always felt like it had glimpses of me but it wasn't the outcome wasn't fully me so the outcome of my first degree was in that kind of direction of becoming a lawyer working in that field which on the surface yes I'm a justice queen like I I love justice like yeah but when I really started to think about the profession it didn't look like me it just didn't so I was thinking and thinking and I was like what do I like I was like what do I want to do what do I like so I kind of started writing down a job a a dream job just a fake job that I didn't even know existed and more and more as I was writing this down I was like this kind of sounds like this and I was like okay So I started looking into that kind of career path a bit more and I was like, oh, all right. Um, But I will get into that in a future episode. I will get into that full thing in a future episode. But talking about where I was in that state of just being like, dang, did I just waste three years? Am I at square one? Am I going to have to do a whole new degree? And then after that, I'm going to decide I don't want to do that and then do a whole nother degree and then decide I don't want to do that either. And then do a whole nother degree. Like all this stuff was going through my mind. And if you are an African daughter and you're the firstborn, I see you. I feel you. I understand. It is a lot of pressure. And on top of that, I'm the firstborn daughter I'm the firstborn grandchild on both of my sides on my dad's side I'm the oldest period and I'm the first daughter and then on my mom's side I'm the second I'm the second oldest grandchild but I'm the first daughter I'm the first granddaughter so with that comes like a lot of pressure and I remember my granddad um when he flew over before Coriana um was just saying how when you're the firstborn, like you set the tone for all of your siblings. And I said, oh. 
<laughs> like just the pressure like he was explaining how when you're the firstborn if you go into this direction you set the tone for all of your siblings and then they will follow so it just felt like I couldn't mess up for my siblings sake for like my brother's sake like I I just had to make this work I just had to not fail and it was a lot of pressure and I do really want to get into that a bit more because I know a lot of um the African girls the African girlies can understand it's also like to have this like amazing husband that you find and have these amazing children that are then going to set the tone for their cousins and it's like oh my gosh but I will really get into that in later episodes because I know a lot of us like we need compensation first of all that's it we need that compensation um but yeah so I I really do want to kind of spend some time talking about careers and being in the early 20s part of our life and trying to figure all that out so I do have some episodes planned where we kind of touch on that and I'm excited to do them as well um the next thing I wanted to talk about a good thing is that this was kind of me starting to step into a more positive direction towards the end of the year I started collaborating with a producer named Aliyah Niambi in America and I created the single Summer with them and it was it was a hard process because like Aaliyah has all this experience and she's making me rewrite things and it was hard I was like dang like I'm so trash like I can't even write a dang chorus and she was like no like same thing with me I had to rewrite things I had to be told that you know I could do better um so it's been really amazing kind of getting that mentorship and going through that process with her and I don't know why I just paused (laughs) I was trying to think of something like witty to say but um I think I'm going to slowly close this episode of the podcast but we're not done yet um just back on that like process of writing summer I didn't know what that was going to look like what it was going to end up becoming but I am I'm so happy that I didn't give up because after kind of sending in the third version of the song and being told, "Mm, like, change it a bit, I was like, oh, man, maybe this is a sign. Now music isn't my part. It was like, at first it was like, law wasn't what I was supposed to do. Now music, like, damn, 2020, like, what else do you want me to do? Um, But it was a needed process. It really was. And I do want to continue like just getting in my songwriting bag and being better and allowing people to tell me it's trash and then rewriting it and doing better. And I think recently I listened to an interview with Nicki Minaj, my queen, um, and she was just talking about how after she released Queen, that whole project, she went through a writer's block and it was around the 2020 time as well. She went through a writer's block and she would write stuff and it just wasn't fire like people would say oh like not this one and she would even see it herself and I'm like dang if Nicki Minaj can go through like a writer's block or a creative block then it's okay for me to do it too and it's okay for people to tell me that my stuff is kind of whack and I need to redo it if people can do that to Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj pull up in the Sri Lanka (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm joking. Uh, oh, by the way, I watched a reunion. Side note, Real Housewives of Potomatic something something. The reunion that Nikki hosted, pretty much. I watched the whole thing and I need Nicki Minaj to host Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. I just need it to happen. I need to see it. It was so funny. Um, But yeah, one of the housewives were the ones that she was the one that did the whole like am I a Nikki fan pull up in a Sri Lanka if you don't know what that means don't worry about it darling don't worry about it honey um but it was just so funny um because I started second guessing myself I was like is other lyrics pull up in Sri Lanka and I had to I had to search up the song and like hear it myself because I started tripping I was like is it pull up in a Sri Lanka or is it pull up in a monster automobile gangster what a bad that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in the talk of Colorado. Bob, stand up. <laughs> if there are any Bobs that are listening to this, shout out to us, okay? Shout out to the Barbs. The Barbs. Um, but anyway, I want to get into kind of um, the self-care tip of the week. Today's self-care tip of the week is to write a letter to yourself a year from now talking about whatever you're hoping for that could be like I don't know like emotionally what you're hoping for for yourself in terms of your mental health your emotions physically um fitness goals whatever it may be career goals just like a letter where you can kind of write about whatever you want it you don't even have to set goals or anything you can just be like hey me a year from now and just have a conversation but um that's my self-care tip for this week and I'm gonna do it myself and also set a reminder to read this letter a year from now so what I'm gonna do I was probably just like write in my calendar next year to like read that letter and then I have to explain it because knowing me I'll probably start being like what letter what am I what am I even talking about like <laughs> so um yeah, just giving yourself a moment to kind of reflect on your now and maybe what you hope for in the future or to just take a second, have a conversation with your future self and then a year from now, you can take another second to read whatever you wrote in this moment. Um, but yeah, and before we close, I just want to have a moment of reflection and with this moment of reflection, we're going to have a bit of silence, a bit of time to ourselves because I think it's really important. I've been talking for so long. I think silence is also an important part of conversations. So in this kind of moment of reflection, I just want to kind of talk about how we've we've all had a great deal of loss in 2020 in different ways. I know that a lot of people lost something you know, and I just want to, in this moment, spend some time thinking about the things that you gained, the things that you learned, maybe experienced, um, because as much as it was a hard year, it is important to kind of look at what you gained and try to reflect on those things. So let's breathe together and let's reflect.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Kiki with Kanya. Make sure you follow me on all my social media. It's PK the baddest for literally everything. Remember, you are blessed to be a blessing, honey. And I will Kiki with you next episode. Bye. Bye.